Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. In this HR Chat episode, we're going to talk about AI and its impact on small and medium-sized businesses. Hey, this is Bill Bannum, your host today, and my returning guest is Jeff Webb, VP Solutions, Product and Marketing Strategy over at iSolved, an employee experience leader providing intuitive, people-first HCM technology. Jeff is on a mission to help customers define a more human approach to HCM and HR tech. He does this by working closely with iSolve's tech, marketing, and go-to-market teams. With over 25 years of experience in the tech industry, Jeff is regularly cited in industry and business publications on a number of information technology trends, as well as executive leadership strategies. Jeff, it's my pleasure to welcome you back to the HR Chat Show today. Oh, it's great to be back. Why don't you reintroduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So, uh, name's Jeff Webb. I lead the solution strategy team at iSolved, and obviously, we're we're very focused on enabling small to medium businesses in the US and increasingly, actually, larger businesses as we get involved in those. Um, really, just think about transforming the role of HR and, and optimizing all the processes around that payroll and benefits and so on, just to improve employee experience and, and just make everything more efficient and effective. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. What should HR benefits and payroll professionals consider about AI-based tools and ways that they can augment different functions, including the HR function? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think chat... GPT has done a great favor in elevating, so it's all a great favor, I think, in elevating the visibility and the conversation about these kind of tools. Um, there's already a lot of conversations around the role of, of AI in, in HR and in the sort of the intersection of you know, the people and the business and the information. And uh, what we're seeing is, you know, even small to medium businesses, there's, there's a lot of interest in how can these new tools help me just do more, more efficiently? You know, the, most HR teams are buried in the day-to-day tasks. They're, they're just overwhelmed, they're swamped with the day-to-day, repeating the same tasks, answering the same questions, doing the same things over and over again. Okay, so you've got a marketing background. I've got a marketing background. I, I am a huge fan of generative AI tools such as yeah. ChatGPT. It is changing the way that I work. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Do you think the whole generative AI craze will, will slow down or is it a conversation that's here to stay? Oh, no, it, it is definitely a conversation that's here to stay. Um, you know, again, ChatGPT is one example of that kind of technology. And, and really the interesting part is, is the engine that sits underneath ChatGPT, right? That sort of the, the, the generative, you know, large, large language model stuff that's going on underneath there. There's so many, there's so many opportunities and, and potential uses for that kind of technology. Um, again, ChatGPT is an example of it, but we, we're going to see that sort of thing embedded more and more in tools and more and more in sort of the flow of work. And you think about oh, everything from um, 
help me write a job ad that's more effective like, or help me uh, optimize this web page if, if that's something that, you know from a marketing point of view help me um, help me just build uh, better content faster or review what I'm doing right now or help me go find something more more applicable to the, the task I'm working on. There's just such an, a huge opportunity for AI to, to create content that is based on things it's already seen, which is really what a lot of the generative tools do. But create new content, optimize the stuff you're doing, take the workload off your plate of the day-to-day. So, and we, we see it happening already. We see it happening in um, tools that, are, like I said, you know, write a good job ad, <laughs> um, help me go find a you know piece of uh, the, the policy, that I need to go understand better, help me go figure out what's going on with my benefits. There's, there's an inordinate amount of AI-related power that's slowly sort of filtering into the, the flow of work and the day-to-day tasks that we see HR performing. I don't think we're going to see it go away anytime soon. I, don't think, I think that that bridge has already been well-crossed. In the fast-changing new world of work, Organizations that want to succeed must support their teams to develop the right skills for today and for the future. As practical learning experts, Holt EF Corporate Education helps organizations and employees of all levels to develop the critical business skills, attitudes and behaviors they need to be successful. We combine the expertise and agility of a boutique learning partner with the resources of a trusted, global organization. Learn more at HoltEF.com. Okay, now then, I understand that iSolved recently ran a survey of over 2,000 full-time employees in the U.S. about their thoughts on AI. Uh, what findings surprised you? Yeah, so we asked, it was actually was it, a couple of thousand employees around the U.S., and really what we were looking at was a combination of what's the sort of the state of the nation with respect to the use of these kind of tools, and, and we asked about ChatGPT because, again, it's such a, you know, it's such a visible manifestation of these tools. Uh, but we talk more generally about some of the their attitudes. Are they using it? Do they are they comfortable using it? How do they feel about the opportunities to use AI? Um, some of the more interesting things was this: there's a lot of, I would say, both optimism and openness in just the the sort of the general employee population around the the use of AI. It, it is actually far more so than I probably would have expected. You know, we, we do hear a lot of people discussing the, oh, we're going to have to worry about AI replacing jobs. We're going to, people are going to be concerned that AI is going to take their livelihood away from them. And obviously there's always concern around that, but the, it feels like there's a lot more positivity, a lot more optimism around the power that AI can deliver. So we saw, for example, about half employees, half the employees we asked had already used tools like chat GPT. They were sort of tinkering with it. They're trying it out. They've been using it a little bit. 70% said they would be they would be open to using those sort of tools at work. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of, oh, this could be interesting. It's going to make my life easier. It's a tool I can use to, you know, go be more efficient. It's no reason to be, uh, no reason to be afraid of it. And I think um, 68%, I think it was, of the employees we asked said that, that they think AI will actually improve their, their experience in work. It will improve the workplace for them, whether that's making their job easier giving them more things to work with or simply making it a better place to work. You know, you think about the, um, the, the potential of AI to do things like tune the experience a little bit. Here's, and I'll give you an example. Um, you're in a particular job role. 
AI can be there as an assistant to help you guide your career. You should be thinking about learning these skills. You should make, perhaps you'd like to take this sort of training course to improve what you're doing right now. That kind of capability as it started to filter its way into the workplace gives a, a sort of a more concrete connection to a better future as far as employees are concerned. They see AI as, a, as an assistant, as a tool, as a, as a, a set of capabilities that are going to build a better path for them rather than necessarily something coming in that's going to replace them. And I think, you know, again, 60 odd percent said they would actually be pretty looking very favorably at, at the introduction of AI into the workplace. So there's a lot of optimism around the use of AI, especially around making people more productive. Um, I think what's what was interesting is I think there's still a lot of scope to improve how organizational sort of readiness is uh, is in place, how businesses think about um, how they intend to integrate AI more fully into the to the way they run their business. So the employees are kind of saying, we'd love to see more AI. I think it can help us, help us do our job better, help us uh, experience the workplace, improve the, the workplace experience. But I think businesses need to start to think more holistically about what does it mean when we include AI tools in the workplace. And, and one of the, you know, the first things that we see uh, where Gap is really is just organizations being ready with an ethics policy. They need to start thinking about what is the, um, what is the, the sort of the, the way we're going to in integrate AI capabilities into the way we run this business. Once in a while an event series is born that shakes things up it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture, or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. Anything else? Any any other key considerations that people perhaps don't have front of mind at the moment in small businesses when it comes to the deployment and uh, rollout of new AI technologies? Uh, again, I would say that the thing to think about is, and this is a conversation I often have with with HR leaders and business leaders actually um, in the sort of medium sized businesses, small to medium business, is to not think about AI in terms of it being a um, you know, sort of a, a, a monolithic set of capabilities. It's not like there's some kind of machine that's your AI machine. You don't go buy an AI machine like you would buy a printer. The, the AI is a um, set of, of capabilities that, that are built into the tools that you're already using, that the likelihood of the next generation of things that you do will have more and more AI built in to improve how they operate. And that's really the way to think about AI in the small to medium business. It's, you know, it's kind of like, I, I'm not going to replace my, um, you know, my Microsoft Word. What I'm going to see instead is Word's going to get a little bit smarter about how it might suggest I want to write things. I'm not going to see, um, you know, something like simple as payroll. I'm not going to see uh, the whole pre payroll process be completely replaced. What I'm going to see is AI sitting embedded in those payroll processes to do things like spot anomalies that you might have missed otherwise. Oh, there's something odd about this month's payroll run. You might want to take a look at that. Something unusual happened. You made a change. Did you intend to make that change? So it's a case of don't think of it in terms of 
just a, you know, I mean, in somehow buying in AI and think of it in terms of looking at, at the kinds of technologies you're using, seeing how they're, they're developing and seeing how AI embedded within them, infused in them in many ways, is going to make them more effective. And I think it's what we should be doing, you know, we as an industry should be doing is helping um, our customers, helping the sort of the broader world, and especially I think in the world of, of HR, help them understand the right questions to ask when they're thinking about how AI is going to be worked into their into the things that they do. What, what are the right things to ask about? How do you evaluate the, the potential for what's being built in? And how do you evaluate where the right places are to start to look for AI's opportunity to improve the way that you work? And I think that's going to be the that's going to be the key really is to enable people to, to step back from the sort of, I don't really understand this to here's how to evaluate the value that it can deliver. Um, I think there's a long way to go there yet, but again, certainly the, the surveys that we've been running would indicate that there's a lot of interest opportunity and appetite to evaluate the power of AI to improve the sort of the, everything that happens with the, the employee, the, 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 the sort of day to day, their long-term career, the, how they interact with technology and the, um, you know, the workplace in generally. So before we hit record today, listeners, Jeff and I were chatting away and uh, he's currently in beautiful Colorado. He gets all over the US, <laughs> the lucky chap, the lucky chap. And I, I was trying to tap him up to maybe speak at uh, uh, maybe one of the Disrupt HR events that I'm involved with. Um, and we'd love to get you involved, certainly, Jeff. Being on the road so much, you meet with lots of ISOLD customers. You've given us mm -hmm. information from a, a quantitative perspective in terms of that survey earlier in this conversation, but let's get a little bit more qualitative. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get some more anecdotes. Well, what does the average small to medium-sized business think about how AI can impact them, good or bad, from the conversations that you're having on a daily basis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of interest. I, I think we tend to think of, um, you know, small to medium businesses as being they sort of they, they tend to lag behind the enterprise you know the enterprise businesses the big businesses out there are always they're they're pushing ahead they're investing in the latest technology um and the, the sort of small to medium businesses tend to trail behind them i don't think that's true i don't think that's true at all i think there's this huge appetite and interest in small to medium business leaders in and you know and, and the folks that run their businesses in how do we use these kinds of technologies to be more efficient to more effectively compete to engage our employees better. You know, that's that still remains, by the way, the number one thing that I have conversations around with, with HR leaders and business leaders, as I, as, as you say, as I travel around the US, it is how do I, how do I better engage my employees and, and, and understand how I'm gonna hang on to the good ones. Um, that still remains like the big challenge. How do I just keep the really good folks, engage them, make sure I'm being, you know, keeping people productive and happy. And, and I think any tools that, surface information and advice and enable you to sort of look ahead a little bit and figure out, actually, this is what's really going to engage my best people. Here's how I'm going to hang on to those three people that are incredibly productive and know all the systems and know how to do it or know all my customers. Um, there's a real appetite to use technology to, to improve that and to better understand what's going on in the business. And I think there's huge interest in those small to medium businesses in how do I adopt these technologies as well? They don't want to wait. They understand the power of what can be done here. They're 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 used to um, you know being scrappy and 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 figuring out the right way to do things and and getting to the the right answer quickly. And this is an opportunity for them to 
stay not just sort of close to the capabilities that the enterprise are bringing to, the, to bear on these problems, but actually stay in step with them. They really see there's an opportunity here to use the very latest technology to be really good at the things they need to be good at. Um, so a lot of interest, I think, again, focused around employee experience and better understanding of how um, how to hang on to and motivate the best employees. And we see, you know, modeling is, is a great, predictive modeling is a great way of doing that. Here's the stuff that, based on your employee base, seems to matter to them. You know, it may not be pay them more money. It may be just, you know, give them uh, two days a week working from home or give them, uh, you know, slightly change the benefits mix that you're, you're offering, whatever it might be. But having tools that help you to, to process the information, look at the behavior, figure out what's going on and offer up the right answer. That is acutely interesting to small to medium businesses. So at the moment, Jeff, everything's pretty fresh. People are getting to grips with uh, different AI fuel technologies and what that mm -hmm. means for their processes and what their output looks like, what it means for um, their people and, and the, the duties of, of different people's jobs. But if you and I had to have this conversation in a year or two, and mm -hmm. obviously I'd, I'd love to get you back on, um, but if you and I had to have this conversation <laughs> in, in a year or two, um, how will that dialogue have changed so for example jeff by that mm -hmm. point will we will we be talking about the creation of a whole bunch of new jobs that we're, we're still guessing at at the moment that, mm -hmm. that are that are going to be coming alongside the use of new new technologies and uh, will we also be talking about the fact uh, that the whole bunch of jobs that exist today are, are now redundant yeah i think a couple of things are going to happen over the next couple of years um many things will happen but I think certainly some jobs will will start to inevitably see that they're changing based on the, the capabilities of of AI. That you know we'll see um, jobs that are associated with sort of more manual operation of data. If you, if you see what I mean, the sort of data entry, the sort of some of the some of the um, reporting tools and so on, reporting activities. Those things will start to change because AI will be able to initially heavily augment those things and then ultimately perform a lot of the, t the sort of day-to-day -day tasks automatically. At the same time, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to educate current employees, current business leaders, HR professionals, you know, payroll administrators and so on in how to, um, in how to utilize AI tools to do their jobs better. And I think as a result, we'll see it, you know, the sort of the day-to-day -day business um, task will remain the day-to-day -day business tasks. We'll just see AI infusing more and more in them, in, in again accelerating and and optimizing them. You know, we we tend to think of um, AI tools in, in especially in the world of HR, really forming three sort of three big buckets of AI tools that I think we'll see, especially over the next couple of years. I think the first is the sort of AI. Um, I call them sort of AI augmented workflows or assisted workflows, things that you have to do day in day out that the AI can kind of do for you. And I'm thinking of things like some of the, you know, the generative capabilities, I'm going to need to go write a job ad for this job. What's a good job ad? Let's create one for me. Others will be things like look, you know, evaluate payroll runs, make sure I've not made a mistake, look at my tax reporting, um, look at, uh, do a match a whole bunch of incoming uh, resumes to a job opportunity, make sure we've got the right match. So there's the kind of in the flow of work, tasks that AI can augment and accelerate and in some cases simply do for you and have a, a human oversee. The second group is in, in AI that's really tuned around, I would say, a personalization of experience. Like, uh, and again, I think I used that example earlier on of, 
you're in this job, people who are in this job and got promoted took this set of training courses, or that there's a great path for you to a future career if you were to do this, this, and this. Or typically even people in your role often use this set of tools and this set of information. Let me go get those things ready for you because I've seen this, you know, I've seen what you're going to need and I'll get everything in one place so that it's easy for you to find. So the sort of the tools around AI of, of understanding and personalizing, and, you know, we see those already in a lot of places, they're going to become more and more prevalent in the workplace and for HR professionals, especially. And then the third sort of block of AI tools are, are interaction tools, uh, communication tools. I want to get access to this. Help me find that. Where is this thing over here? How do I do that? Right? The ability to, to use natural language processing, to understand what people are saying or just typing, go figure it out, go engage the other two sets of AIs to go get the answers and then present them back. Those things are going to change a lot of the way we, we spend our time in, in the workplace. They're going to change a lot of the sort of employee experience. They're going to change how HR professionals evaluate where they focus their efforts because they're going to have a lot more time to step back from doing those tasks manually. So whether it, it is, it's not going to so much replace those roles, but it is going to start to redefine how we, we spend our day and how we spend our time. And that's where it gets really interesting because then we get to that point of AI finally unlocking the, you know, the thing we've all been hoping for, the AI unlocks the capacity to be more human in the interaction. I'm not spending my time doing what a machine could do. I'm spending my time doing the one thing that human beings do really well, which is talk to other human beings. That's that's where you start to see the the power of AI. Two, three years from now, I'm I'm very hopeful that we'll see a lot more of that. Perfect. And with one minute left, uh, how can our listeners connect with you personally? So LinkedIn, email, wherever you want to share there, Jeff. And of course, how can they learn more about ISOLT? Yeah, of course. The best place, of course, would be our website, isoldhcm.com. Please do come and join us on there. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, around, And we're building up more and more of the conversation around AI, especially we're pretty blunt and direct about our vision and future for AI. There's a lot going on. For me, come find me on LinkedIn at Jeff Webb. I'm easy to find. And uh, I'd love to chat and talk to your listeners and, and obviously always to you as well. I'm always here. You are easy to find. However, when I uh, searched in LinkedIn, Jeff Webb earlier on, turns out I've got two other connections called Jeff Webb. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> are they all real or is there an AI out there pretending to be me? That's the question. Could be. Could be that. Um, Jeff, I always enjoy chatting to you. Um, I'd love to do more with you soon. But for now, thank you very much for being my guest. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy it too. Thank you. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.